Bill O'Reilly here. It is Friday, June 21st, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. President Trump officially opened his 2020 campaign this week with a massive rally in Orlando, Florida, touting the greatest American economy in more than a half century. Unemployment is at levels not seen since 1969. There are now more positions available than people seeking work in the USA. Democrats like Senator Elizabeth Warren reluctantly acknowledge the booming economy, but say the average American simply isn't feeling the effects. Does Senator Warren have a point? Here are the facts. Since Donald Trump took office, close to 500,000 manufacturing jobs have been added to the U.S. economy, the biggest growth for the sector in 30 years. The hourly earnings for those positions up 5%. The same is true for other major sectors of the economy. There are now more than 13 million people working in manufacturing, 2 million work in the American movie business, 3 million employed by insurance companies, 13 million in the healthcare industry. Wages for all of those jobs up. Other American workers not so lucky. There are currently 4 million in retail sales, 3 million cashiers, 3 million working in fast food, and so on. For those workers, wages have stagnated since the 1990s. What has not stagnated is the rising cost of living. In the era of smartphones, the average person's cell phone bill, $90 a month. In 2001, the average was 15 bucks. Cable costs up 300% in most major American cities, even with millions of Americans cutting the cord. Same with childcare. According to Fortune magazine, childcare more expensive than college tuition in 28 states. Most people simply cannot afford the new costs. That brings us to the 2020 election. The Democrats are offering a handful of promises, but will a $15 minimum wage really solve the problem? Senator Warren's free daycare proposal certainly sounds nice for working moms, but can working Americans really be expected to pay more taxes? Voters will have to decide those questions, and anything could literally happen over the next year and a half. So, with Americans and their money, it is always complicated. Coming up, my message of the day on Joe Biden's political evolution. But first, millions of Americans have been diagnosed with cancer or a serious illness. If you are one of them and money is a problem, you're not alone. It's simple. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage for free to see if you qualify for cash now when you need it the most. Be ready to take down this number. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more and you are living with a serious illness, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage free to see if you qualify for cash now. So write this number down, 1-888-GUIDE-50. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that life policy into cash. The number again, 1-888-GUIDE-50. 1-888-484-3350. 1-888-GUIDE-50. Call now.
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Former Vice President Joe Biden has maintained a healthy lead in the polls over his Democratic opponents for president since announcing his candidacy back in April. Despite his current position, the 76-year-old finds himself in a crowded field that includes a number of radical leftists whose positions would have been rejected by most Americans just 10 years ago. In an effort to appeal to the Democratic primary voter, the once moderate Biden has shifted on a number of key issues. Most recently, he renounced his support for the Hyde Amendment, a law that restricts federal funding for abortions because many Americans oppose the procedure on religious grounds. So who really is Joe Biden? Well, you might be surprised to learn that at one time, he was a conservative kind of guy. In a 1974 article in The Washingtonian, Biden said, quote, when it comes to civil rights and civil liberties, I'm a liberal, but that's it. I'm really quite conservative on most other issues. As a freshman senator from Delaware, Biden was one of the Senate's leading opponents of desegregation busing. The court mandated transportation of students to integrate racially segregated schools. Biden favored desegregation as a whole, but believed busing would be ineffective. Mr. Biden remained opposed to busing even into the late 2000s, calling it a, quote, liberal train wreck that was tearing people apart. On crime, Joe Biden was tough as they come. The truth is, every major crime bill since 1976 that's come out of this Congress, every minor crime bill, has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden, on that bill. In 1984, he spearheaded efforts to pass the Comprehensive Crime Control Act alongside arch-conservative South Carolina Senator Strom Thurmond. The law was one of the biggest overhauls of the criminal justice system in the 20th century. Among other things, it increased federal penalties for the cultivation and possession of marijuana, reinstituted the federal death penalty, and came down hard on organized crime. Biden also has a record of supporting tough border controls. In 1996, he helped pass the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act. That law more than doubled the number of agents patrolling the border and allowed for the immediate deportation of undocumented immigrants who commit a misdemeanor or a felony inside the USA. In 2006, he voted for the Secure Fence Act, which authorized and funded the construction of 700 miles of fencing along the Mexican border. Biden's record on foreign policy is also interesting. He voted against the Iraq troop surge in 2007 that turned that conflict around. He also opposed President Trump's top-secret raid that killed Osama bin Laden. So where does Joe Biden fit in the Democratic Party of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Well, it depends on which Biden we're talking about. But the former vice president should not be underestimated. That's the message. For more news and commentary, please check out BillOReilly.com. The O'Reilly Update will continue with something you might not know. It's an uncertain world out there, you know that. Disaster can strike at any time. So you need to be prepared to protect yourself and your family. One way to do that is with freeze-dried food. It tastes good, it's healthy, can be stored for 25 years. That's why I'm happy to tell you about a company I recommend, Wise Foods. 
I have experience with them myself. During Superstorm Sandy, I lost power for seven days. All of my refrigerated food done. But my food supply from Wise Foods was as fresh as the day I received it. You can never really know what tomorrow may bring. But you can have a peace of mind knowing that you'll be ready with all you need. Visit Wise Food Storage, one word, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, and explore their starter kits and long-term emergency food options. They are even offering free shipping plus a big discount of 25% off for my listeners. So please go to wisefoodstorage.com slash bill. That's me, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill. Or you can call 855-269-0501. That's 855-269-0501. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. When most people think of the Second World War, the mind conjures up images of invasion of beaches, European cities engulfed in flames, brutal battles for the rocky islands of the Pacific Ocean. What people don't know is that before the demise of Adolf Hitler's Nazi war machine, World War II actually reached the east coast of the United States. Last week marked the 77th anniversary of Operation Pastorius, a secret Nazi plan that landed eight spies on the beaches of Long Island, New York, and southern Florida to carry out deadly sabotage missions. Hitler personally signed off on the mission just four days after the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, authorizing two teams to carry out a bombing campaign against civilians across the USA. On June 12th and 16th, 1942, Nazis traveling by submarine landed on the eastern coast of Long Island and in Florida. The men wore uniforms of the German Navy, hoping to be classified as prisoners of war rather than spies should they be captured. The mission? A total disaster. Members of the U.S. Coast Guard spotted the German agents within minutes of their arrival on Long Island. One, however, escaped, boarding a train to Manhattan, sparking a massive manhunt. Hoping to avoid execution, One member of the German spy team personally reported the mission to FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. The Nazis were captured without injuring a single American. President Roosevelt ordered a military tribunal for the saboteurs. All but two would be executed in the electric chair in Washington. The failure of Operation Pastorius prompted Hitler to abandon all future efforts to infiltrate the USA. As for the name Pastorius, Hitler personally chose to name it that after Francis Daniel Pastorius, the founder of the first German settlement in America in 1683. So the next time you're passing through the Germantown, Pennsylvania area, which was Pastorius at one time, you might remember Operation Pastorius and the Nazi death plot that never came to be. For more fascinating stories about America's struggle to defeat the Third Reich, please check out my books, Killing the SS and Killing Patton, back in a moment. Well, you've been hearing about gold all over the news and prices keep going up. Experts warning a recession may be coming and it's time to prepare. A recent analyst this week says he sees gold going up hundreds of dollars per ounce to hit 1,700 bucks an ounce. That's why I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group now to learn more. 
To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin. All of my radio listeners will get it. And if you're listening right now, you can get the coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call them, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. Give them a call today to claim your free coin and get the information. Available for a limited time only, 877-444-4653, 877-444-4653. Please call today. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill O'Reilly. For more news and commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com. And don't forget to check out my latest book, Killing the SS, and send it to Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez.